Hey, listeners, thank you for visiting TV is My Happy Place, where this TV enthusiast shares her perspectives about all types of TV entertainment. This is us, one of the best, possibly the best TV show ever, wrapped up its sixth and final season in May 2022. A part of me is still in denial that the Pearsons and their people won't return in the fall. However, I am consoled knowing I can watch all of the seasons on a streaming service, and the full DVD set may be on my Christmas list. For anyone listening who has yet to dive into this well-written, well-acted dramedy, please give it a try. It is wholesome, real entertainment that's not sappy, like the Hallmark movies I also adore and will address in the future. My first episode about, t- about This Is Us focused on the Pearson men and other key male characters. It's time to talk about the noteworthy women, Pearson and Knott. I have to start with matriarch Rebecca. Once we met her parents, it was clear she had come from one side of the tracks, while Jack came from the other. Rebecca had found the love of her life, so she defied her family and married her man. Their union was a true partnership and resulted in a family of five, two biological children and one adopted, yet all born on the same day. Rebecca believed in making the most of their family life, taking joy in the routine as well as the unexpected, all of which strengthened their relationships and helped develop the big three, Kate, Kevin, and Randall. When Jack died, she pushed forward, returned to work, kept showing up for her kids, and found love again with Miguel, Jack's best friend. Thank you, Dan Fogelman and team, for finally telling Miguel's backstory. My top memories of Rebecca are how she always stood up for those she loved, how she mothered each child according to his or her needs throughout their lives and helped them grow into the adults she envisioned them becoming. Those tender mother-child moments evoked more than a few tears from me. How she admitted her mistakes and made amends as best she could. For example, she regretted not allowing Randall's birth father to play a role in his upbringing because she made some not-too-accurate assumptions. Both men forgave her. How her iron strength could emerge at just the right moments. When daughter Kate was in a bit of a jam with her wrong boyfriend, Rebecca came to the rescue with her sons as backup. When her kids challenged her about having Miguel in her life, she put them in their place. And when her health started to decline, she insisted her kids not let her illness hold them back in any way. She was sick, not them. Live your life. Go for it. Don't make your life smaller because of me. That was probably her best motherly advice and very moving. Yes, Rebecca was a great teacher about being a wife and mom with her own identity, knowing her worth and using her strength. And Randall's wife, Beth, was a high honor roll student. She, too, fiercely supported her husband through all sorts of challenges, such as mental health crises, career changes, sibling disagreements, and grief. In Beth's farewell to Rebecca, she assured her mother-in-law that she could and would take it from here with respect to Randall. I bet Rebecca had zero doubt of that, and therefore, 
could be at peace with leaving. In fact, this might be one of the best gifts a child-in-law can give a parent-in-law, the insurance that their child's health, heart, and well-being is in good hands. Like Rebecca, Beth had her own identity. Rebecca had singing and Beth had dance. Both figured out when and how to hold on to what else had been important to them before they married and started raising children. And like Rebecca, Beth figured out how to love, raise a child she didn't birth, and how to be the parent each of her daughters needed. Yep, Beth was another great illustration and reminder of what great moms of multiple kids do every day. Those of us who parent only children celebrate and admire that. Finally, Beth's wit and sass regularly made me laugh. I so appreciated seeing her and Randall communicate, partner, laugh, love, and live in their, to quote Beth, perfectly imperfect relationship. Rebecca's daughter, Kate, traveled a rocky road to becoming her best self, but as many of us do, she blossomed over time. She stepped out of the self-imposed shadow she had stepped into regarding Rebecca. She literally found her voice, and like her mom, music became a passion. Kate, Jack's baby girl, let go of her guilt about her dad's death, stood up for herself and escaped dysfunctional relationships, found love with Toby and added two children, one she carried and one they adopted. See a Pearson pattern? Kate advocated for their visually impaired son, Jack. Of course, his name was Jack. Understanding how to parent him led her to a global career and another love. She, Toby, and her new husband, Philip, showed us how a blended family can be functional when they focus on love and respect. I would be remiss if I did not mention two of the other women who played more supporting roles, Sophie and Madison. Sophie was Kevin's first love, and maybe only one true love, the woman to whom he consciously or unconsciously compared all subsequent women. Maybe that was the case. I don't know. What do you think? Well, when he strayed early in their young adult marriage, she tapped out. I love that she wasn't going to stand for that behavior. She knew her worth even in her late teens or early 20s. Over the decades, their paths crossed and we got to see a bit more of her sense of humor, spunk, and wisdom. Finally, in their 40s, the time was right. Kevin had grown into the man Rebecca knew he could be, and Sophie, who may have been doing some comparing of her own over the times, chose him again. Fingers crossed they lived happily ever after. Then there's Madison who came onto the scene when Kate was attending Overeaters Anonymous. As I recall, she started out as a pretty irritating, superficial, skinny girl who Kate, and maybe others, didn't believe belonged at OA meetings. However, she won me over, and I enjoyed the evolution of her and Kate's friendship, and then her and Kevin's relationship. When she was expecting twins with Kevin, she was supportive of his career, and overcame her food concerns to bring two healthy babies into the world. She became part of the Pearson clan, and in a true testament to her strength, 
didn't go along with Kevin's plan to marry and decided she wanted to be loved as Madison the woman, not Madison, Kevin's baby's mama. She felt she deserved to be the love of someone's life, and she knew she wasn't that for Kevin. We saw the two parents figure out how to effectively parent without matrimony and form another seemingly functional blended family with Madison's husband, Elijah, and their children. As I come to the end of this reflection, I can easily say all of the women of This Is Us showed strength, resilience, a zest for living, a sense of humor, and a whole lot of love. So that's it for this trip to my happy place. Thanks for joining me. Subscribe if you want to be notified of new episodes, which are available monthly. No other TV fans who might enjoy this podcast? Please let them know about TV is my happy place. Now it's time for this TV enthusiast to tune into something. Happy viewing for all of you.